Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another edition of Jake's Takes. This is episode nine. It's crazy. Absolutely Already. crazy. I know. We're going off. We're going off. Um, I am happy to be joined by my guy, Drew Comer. Drew, up, thank guys? you so much for joining us. Yep, of and, course. Um, we got a big episode for you guys. The NBA trade deadline happened, and I told you guys I was going to do a big trade deadline talk, and we got a huge one. Like, Drew and I were recording, and we were like, man, this is going to be a long podcast. Yeah. Really long. So we actually have two parts for you today. First part, we're going to discuss some some of the the big Pistons trade. We really need to get into that one, especially for the Pistons fans out there. I'm sure you guys are interested to hear what we have to say about James Wiseman. Uh, we'll get to it. I don't, I don't even... <laughs> I'm I'm mad already. Already I'm mad. But um, <laughs> then we're gonna get to um, a little bit of Drew's thoughts on Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. We've seen Kyrie in action a little bit. We're gonna talk about what we've seen and how the Mavs can improve and stuff. And then we're gonna talk about some of the Eastern Conference a little bit. Just there was a lot of teams that went after it in the Eastern Conference. And part two, we got into some Western Conference stuff too. So we got it loaded. And part two, we also had some predictions. So there's a lot here for you guys. And I'm really happy to be joined by my guy, Drew Comer. Drew, yes, thanks sir. so much for joining us. Yeah, no Drew, problem. Drew, why don't you give a little intro uh, to yeah. how we do each other so well? Yeah, for sure. So Jake and I met um, sophomore year of high school. Oh, yeah. Um, Clicked Jake was a big well, well, uh, yeah, you can say that, but, um, so now I'm a, I'm a freshman at Purdue, um, university basketball team. I don't know yeah, if you guys are following, but number, uh, number one in the nation in the for a while. Yeah. Now they're number three and they'll probably yeah. slip back a little bit, but I mean, they're coming. Um, they're good. Fletcher. Yeah. yeah. Fletcher. Yeah. My they, guy. They, they got a good team. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. fun to watch, but yeah, I'm studying accounting here. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, no, you went to Purdue and their basketball just took off. Yeah, because of me. Insane. Number one for the first time in a long time. Were they number one last year? They, yeah, they they were they with, when once, they had right? Ivy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And no. Pistons fans out there, if you didn't know, Jane Ivy um, carried <laughs> Purdue for a while last year. So yeah, he was a yeah. monster last year. Um, yeah, yeah, no, but excited to have you, man. And we're yeah. Here really get into this NBA stuff. We had some wild stuff happen, but we got to start in Detroit, okay? Where the Pistons, man, we haven't been that good this year, but we made a deal and we got James Wiseman. So the Pistons in the trade, they got James Wiseman. They sent out Kevin Knox and Sadiq Bey and also one or two second round picks. And in the deal, a lot happened. A lot happened. Sadiq went to Atlanta. Um, Kevin Knox went to Portland, also along with five second-round picks. And Portland sent Gary Payton II to Golden State. And that's all off the top of my head for you guys that don't yeah, know. Yeah, you got it. You got it. I know that trade by heart. But, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, very interesting. Drew, why don't you give me your thoughts first, and we'll get into yeah, it. Yeah, so, so it was interesting because we, we saw the trade go through – um on the trade deadline like before mm-hmm. it expired right and and then we find out you know the next day that it could fall through because of because of gary payton yep. and as a pistons fan you know looking at the at the depth chart and seeing you know 
a, a couple good centers. We took Duran in the first round, and, and Stewart um, has been playing really solid. So, yeah. you know, yeah. first hearing about it, I was like, yeah, like we, we have bigs. Wiseman's got yeah. potential, right? Yeah. We saw him get drafted before LaMelo Ball, who's been yeah, amazing for Charlotte. And, Warriors and he definitely, just, they're like kicking themselves for that. Yeah, LaMelo yeah. would have been a perfect fit there. And, and it, yeah, and and so Wiseman just didn't really work out. So, um, you know, I was kind of surprised to see that. You know, I'd heard rumors and and you know things have been circulating, and then it goes through, and you know, thinking about it, it's just like Wiseman has potential, right? Mm-hmm. He's another big. He'll get minutes. He'll get yeah. minutes. The minutes that he didn't see at, at, at Golden State, and just like mostly though, like. Losing Sadiq Bay, a guy that was an all-rookie um, player his rookie year and mm-hmm. someone who was, you know, he struggled a little bit this year shooting-wise, but, yeah. you know, he was, he was a solid piece on on a young core. No, and Sadiq's so, unbelievable. Sadiq's yeah. unbelievable. Like, he's one of those guys that you want, one of those glue pieces, those right. wing, wing guys that can switch and can shoot. Like, Sadiq shot the ball really well last year, which yeah. is what a lot of people forget. And just because he didn't shoot as well this year, like, people were down on him and stuff. And it's like, no, he's still a good player. Right. You know, you're yeah. 100% he, right. He, he's still young, and you see you see a mix of, you know, Cade's hurt right now, but you got Ivy and then Duran, you know, a center yeah. that's probably still going to start over yeah, well, Wiseman. Yeah, 30 and 17 the other yeah. night. Like, dude's yeah, he's been, he's been incredible. And obviously, like, he's young. He's, like, I think he's 19 years old. Yep. And, and He's younger than me. He's younger than yeah. me. That's nuts. Yeah. That's absolutely yeah. nuts. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, you know, yeah. at, from – from the perspective of a Pistons fan, and I'm sure you can attest, it's just like, it's confusing. It is, you know, it and is. and I and I like Wiseman because yep. he was he was you know a top three pick, and you know didn't play a lot in college, mm-hmm. but but we saw that potential. We we, we know what he can do. He's yeah. not the greatest shooter in the world, no. but no, he's, he's not the greatest it. shooter in the world. But like with Wiseman, it's just like if you're the Pistons. Like, I get it. On paper, it kind of makes sense because you're trying to lose and you go and get Wiseman and you're like, okay, this guy can develop. He, You can give him minutes and he can, like, grow from there. But, like, where is he going to grow in the future? You know, yeah. you got Isaiah Stewart. You got um, Jalen Duran. It's like these are all young bigs. You you spent a first-round pick two years ago on on Stewart. And now you spend a first round pick on Duran, and now you trade for Wiseman. It's like, okay, yeah. we've got all these good centers. What are we gonna do with them? You yeah, know, right? Um, and Wiseman can get minutes this year, but it's like there's no future for Wiseman to succeed as a Piston. You know, right? Unless he absolutely, you know, blows us away. But even like yeah. even looking at mock drafts for next year, and you see like the Pistons right now sit, at, you know, in in the top three. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if they end up, Wendy, right, right, and Wendy. that's another big, right? <laughs> yeah, and that's not how it always works out. But like, mm-hmm. if if we get lucky and and the lottery helps us out and we have the number one yeah. pick, you can't pass on him. And now yeah. you're sitting with four bigs. Now right? you're sitting with four bigs, and it's like, oh wait, Wendy could play the three right now. We can't play the three. No. Put him at the smartest position where he's going to succeed. Right. Right. It's just like we're getting Wiseman. 
the future is we're probably going to trade him. He's probably not going to be a piston forever. And like mm-hmm. it, it's going to make sense. It's going to be okay now. But if we don't move on from him next year or one of these bigs next year, there's going to be a problem. And like, yeah. yes, if you're a Pistons fan, you can change your opinion where like if Wiseman looks good, you could be like, oh, I like Wiseman. He's starting to develop. And, and that's okay. That's fine with me. But right now, what we've seen from Wiseman is a guy that couldn't succeed in Golden State because he wasn't ready. And it makes sense. It's okay. But I just don't think the Pistons is the right place for him to succeed long term. It may be okay for him to succeed right now and get some minutes and do some stuff. But you still got three bigs to compete with. You know, like it's they're still going to be playing time issues and stuff like that. But like if he went to somewhere like San Antonio. That's so much better, you know, yeah, like, you yeah. just make all the mistakes he needs and do all of that. His situation right now, uh, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Ben Simmons. It's like Ben Simmons, mm. he um, he just needs somewhere where he's not in the lights and he needs to just develop, right. you know, sit down, work on your IQ and, you know, just how to play the game flat out and And and, you know detroit's the place for that yeah and as much as you know this confused like a lot of pistons fans Mm -hmm. um there's always a bright side to to the trade and you know when he does get his minutes in detroit you know that'll kind of tell and you know Dwayne casey's got a lot of young guys on the roster um and and it's just a learning curve for all of them and you know if you put wiseman in this rotation you know you you look at a guy who, if he starts to show signs of improvement and signs of that potential growing, then then you reevaluate kind of where things are at, you know, in terms of, of the future. And so I think overall, like, as much as the trade was disappointing for a lot of people, I think there is still a little bit of a bright side to it. Um, in, yeah, in I, sense I 100% yeah, I 100% agree. I 100% agree. Yeah. Um, Let's get to uh, Sadiq a little bit. Yes. Talk Sadiq. He's going to Atlanta now. And we were upset as Pistons fans, which makes sense. Um, Sadiq was really good for us. And, you know, it's just a tough loss. It really is. And let's talk about the Atlanta aspect of it. Um, What do you think about it? So I actually, um, you know, reading about it, you you see like an Atlanta team with with Trey Young, um, DeJounte Murray, DeAndre Hunter, um, John Collins, you know, they, Clint Capella. And, you know, it's it's a lineup full of guys that are, like, outside of Trey Young and, and um, Murray. It's, it's a, like, a group of guys that it's, like, you don't know what you're going to get out of them every night, right? Yeah. So I think throwing Sadiq in that mix, I like him. He'll, he'll come off the bench most likely behind Hunter. Um, and I think he just, like... You know he's gonna compete. He's you saw it in Detroit. He he's a he's a competitor. He'll fight. He he proved everyone wrong coming out of Villanova. Like you know, even as a Pistons fan myself, seeing him get drafted, it's like who knows what we're gonna get out of this guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then and then he shows what he can I, do. Like a lot of people were high on him, but like we weren't. We yeah. didn't see this. Like he had a yeah. really good rookie year. Right. Yeah. And so that I think like going to Atlanta. Um, it's it's going into a new environment that again people don't know what to expect out of it. And I love yeah. Sadiq. He's going to be a good piece. He's going to. Mm-hmm. But in the is he going to help that team, you know, take the next step off the bench, 
um, like going into the playoffs. With, with yeah, them, right? no, it's 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 really difficult to um, kind of predict where his place is going to be because you do have a guy like DeAndre Hunter that's in that spot. I I like DeAndre Hunter a lot. I think he's yeah. a very good three and D guy, and he'll he'll have that starting spot. But Sadiq now now there's a, lo- a lot less pressure on him. He's got to come off the bench. And he's got to hit shots flat out. Um, right. Like the shots weren't really falling in Detroit, and yes, he's taking more difficult ones because he's more valuable in Detroit. But you know now he's now he's back in a spot where he's got less pressure, and that means shots got to fall. You know, yeah. and also it means that um, he's got to be playing good defense to stay on the floor. So it might be it might be good, it might be bad. It's going to be interesting to see. But from yeah. the Hawks' ex- um, perspective, it's going to be like, all right, let's look at it in a big scale. Trey Young, Trey Young needs to be like a stud in order for them to be right. One of- one of the best teams because like Trey Young, the offense runs around him and he's fantastic playmaker and decision maker, but he's so hard to build a team around. He's, it just is like now he's got the pieces to succeed and they just added more to it, which is huge. Now he's got Sadiq. He's got Deandre Hunter. He's got John Collins. He's got DeJounte Murray. He's got a team. Right, he's got guys that can defend around him. Now he's got to be a leader and take them to the next step. And if he can't do that, then you're not a star. You just aren't flat right. out. And that's that's me. Like you can't win if you're um, starting point guard. Um, I, I think I've mentioned this before, but Trey Young, he's literally one of the worst defensive players in NBA history, flat yeah. out. Yeah. So you got to either put an effort into the defensive end and at least try or things just aren't going to work. They just aren't. And, And, um, you know, it's just, it's just difficult to build around a guy like that. Like we saw it with Isaiah Thomas in the Boston Celtics. Like it just couldn't last, you know? And it's mm -hmm. like, Oh, let's go get Kyrie Irving. And that was definitely the smartest move. That's why Danny Ainge is one of the best um, GMs in basketball because he knows like, he knew about the hip injury, of course, with Isaiah Thomas, but he knew that, like, okay, this was great while it lasted, but it's not going to last very long. And that's what we're seeing with Trey Young. He made one conference finals. Isaiah Thomas made one conference finals. You know, right? And like, and you know, I like what you say. I like what you say about that. With in terms of effort, you know, you've seen in the headlines recently that Trey Young has been having, you know, problems with the coaching staff. Oh yeah. And we saw that with Russell Westbrook and we've seen that, you know, with Kyrie, we've seen that with a lot of guys who, you know, you view as a star and Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, well, you know, Trey's a good player, right? Great offensive player. He's got, he's got guys around him. He's Mm -hmm. got a team, like you said. Um, It's, it's kind of just like, can you take this team the next step? And that's like where this Sadiq trade comes in is like, you have, now you have a guy off the bench who mm-hmm. has proven that he can score, you know, and, and this is a Hawks team that, like, a lot of people underlook, but rightfully so. I mean, like, yeah. they still have to prove people wrong. Exactly. You know, it's, it's like exactly. there are teams that that I am more than willing to accept to, to prove me wrong, and this is one of them where it's like I don't expect them to do much, you know, yeah. in the playoffs. Like, they'll make yeah. it. Right, they mm-hmm. they got. I don't they expect got, them out of the first round flat out. Right. I just don't, you know. Right, and and you know, 
honestly, like one of my favorite players in that team is is Dejounte Murray. I love him um, too. Yeah, and and I like whenever I watch Hawks games, it's like this kid is good. And, yeah, and they traded for him a few years ago. Yeah, um, from the they Spurs and, this off season. Yeah, or this off season. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, big. Yeah, big kid. And, and so you you've seen him and what yeah. he can do. Yeah, and Dejon and and DeAndre Hunter. Um, DeAndre is a great, Hunter's awesome. Yep, is a great um, defensive player. He he kind mm-hmm. of loses that at the three. Um, so you I mean I, like on paper, I like the looks of this team, right? Yeah, but they gotta you know take that next step, and, yeah. and that's what I think a lot of people are waiting to see. I mean, and it's and it's like we talked about a little bit earlier. It's like the management went all in. It went all in, and that's why it's now. On Trey Young, it just is. Are you good enough to be that best player on a championship team? Right. And I don't think he is. I just yeah. don't. I just don't think he has the attitude to do it. I don't think he works hard enough to do it. And it's not a knock. I'm not just completely knocking him because he's a great basketball player. He is. But with great basketball players, you have to have that all-in mentality. And I just don't think he has that. And right. I'm not trying to knock him as a person or anything, but some people have it, some people don't. You know? Right. And and you know, you saw in the playoffs, um, the ice tray. Like that yeah. that tray was was yeah. insane. It was incredible. Yeah. And you know, him on the road and you know, proving all these opponent opposing fans wrong and, and all yeah. the critics and all I mean the... you see glimpses of it all the time. Yeah. You do. But but um, can he yeah. can he be that player all the time? I know. You know? And it, it's it's it should be easier with a guy like DeJounte, but, you know, yeah. it's it's just going to be – we're going to see. It, like, and adding Sadiq, that's, like, perfect. Yeah. You know? And, and you can't perfect. just, like – you can't just all of a sudden, you know, show up in the playoffs and, like – no, like, you got to start now, right? Yeah. If they want a playoff run, Trey's got to take that next, next step. The team's got to take that next step. And, you know, they they've had experience in the playoffs, and it's like – prove everyone wrong right because yes. you're looking at the east and you got like even brooklyn in the in the trades they made which we'll talk about later but you yeah. have the bucks the celtics the sixers mm-hmm. you know you have all these teams and it's like the east is tough it's right very and tough. and where are the hawks where are the hawks in that mix right are they yeah. can they compete with those teams i don't yeah. know yeah right? no, it's, it's going to be really interesting to see i'm excited all right let's talk about uh some of the other trades or on other pieces in this trade. I want to talk about Gary Payton a little bit. Um, what what really happened was um, the five second round picks went to Golden State originally, and you were like, oh, they're going to make a move um, with these second round picks. Like people were like, oh, they might go get OG and Anobi. They might go get someone, something, you know, and OG is probably not worth five second round picks, but like, like a wing guy that could defend and stuff like that. That's what you saw from Golden State. They were going to make something, and they got Gary Payton out of it. And then there was some stuff with uh, Gary Payton. He actually failed his physical, yeah. and the trade almost didn't go through at all, which was kind of crazy. But Golden State decided to just keep the trade through, which is a I 100% agree with. That's definitely what you have to do because you made this move. And, I mean, failing a physical, like, I mean, you're dealing with injuries. Yeah. Like, I feel like it'll be okay, right? You know. Yeah, and yeah. and they like he'll get there, and yeah, he'll be like reevaluated. Even if he mm-hmm. does miss time, um, we're at the All Star break right now. Yeah, um, 
So you'll see that so time off is going to help an extended rest. And then, you know, they'll kind of go from there. But even if it's something where he like comes back in, in a few weeks, yeah. going to the playoffs, that team, you look at, you know, Curry, you got Poole, yeah. uh, Clay Thompson's coming back from, from multiple injuries. Right. Mm. And those, I mean, those guys aren't really known for their defense. You got Draymond. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Dray- Draymond really helps the defense. He kind of coordinates yeah, the defense Dray- and really, really gets it going. But, mm-hmm. like, Steph and, Steph and Poole, they're not really too known for their defense, but you put them in places in that defense, and it kind of rolls, you know? But that yeah. defense really revolves around Draymond. Like, yeah. Draymond's kind of the conductor, and he's, like, that help guy, and he can – he changes everything. It makes everybody – else better at defense which is why mm-hmm. he's so good you know and Steph we've seen improve like defensively like in the yeah. M- NBA finals uh the Celtics just tried to get every switch on the Steph just to drain him and Steph did a great job holding up you know yeah um, and yeah getting Gary Payton back it's just really gonna be energy for them like yeah they they've fallen off a little defensively I feel like that was kind of your point earlier but mm-hmm. um Getting him back, like, that was their move to kind of bolster up and, like, you know, come back with it. A lot of guys right. are dealing with injuries this year. Like, Steph's dealing with the lower leg injury. Andrew Wiggins has been dealing with some injuries. He hasn't looked the same since those NBA finals. Like, he looked great at the beginning, and then he was dealing with some injuries. It's, yeah, You know, it just – for Golden State, it just hasn't been the same. So, like – with Gary Payton, you lost him in the offseason because um, you couldn't pay him. You didn't have enough cap. But getting him back in this deal is huge. Really huge. Really huge. Like, if he can be back at even close to a level, like, I, I love guys like this because they just can come in and bring you so much energy, you know? Right. Like, and the energy on the floor just, it, it like, goes to everybody. It's awesome. You know, yeah. and, and that's that's um, that's yeah. what Gary Payton's gonna do, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you, you we we've seen it before, and mm-hmm. and then you put him with with a guy like Draymond, who's who's yeah. a leader uh-huh. on the defensive end, like you were saying, and you have those two. It kind of just like it's like okay, we've seen the Warriors' success before. Yeah, we know their offense can perform. We yep. know that Steph can hit shots. We know that Clay can hit shots and pull. Mm-hmm. Right, we see all those guys, but it's like. That next step defensively, having this yeah. kind of player bring that energy like you were talking about, is going to be huge. Yeah. So. No, I'm really excited to see the Warriors. All right, yeah. let's get back to the East. So um, another tr- – we let's discuss the Kyrie and KD thing a little bit. Um, yeah. Let's kind of put it into one because I discussed it a little bit on, the, um, on Jake's takes, but uh, I want to get your opinion on it more. First, let's talk about KD because that shocked the world. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll get to the Suns aspect and the Nets, but like, what were your thoughts on the KD trade? Like, right after it happened. Yeah. So they they have a new ownership, right? The, yep. Their owner, who's actually a grad of Michigan State, Matt um, played basketball there. Yep. yep. And he came in and was right away was like, mm-hmm. "This is things got to change." Yeah. Right. And yeah. so now, he he went right in and mm-hmm. went all in. On KD, big splash, big splash, and and I love it. I yeah. love it. You know, KD's yeah. seen seen his moments of being hurt, and but when he's on the floor, he's he's KD, right? Yeah, he's he doesn't disappoint, mm-hmm. and it's whether it's a matter of whether he can stay healthy, and he'll be back. Yeah, um, it's also Rick, like I said, so he'll be back in a few weeks. 
in a week or two or whatever it is, and he's going to come out. He had his press conference, you know, the other day, and he was talking about, he's like, I know that there's a lot of expectations on me. I know I'm a good player, and, and I love that because he's going to live up to it. And yeah. this is a new, yeah. this is a new city. We've seen KD in, in multiple on multiple teams, but this is like mm-hmm. this is a new city. You got yeah. four stars on that team now. You got Booker, you got Chris Paul, Aiton, and now add KD. I mean, I don't I know just, if Aiden's a star, but well, continue. continue. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, he's put he he'll put up seventeen and and yeah, ten no, rebounds I mean, a game. He's a good player. Yeah. I'm not knocking him, but I just wouldn't yeah. call it a big he, four. I'd call it a yeah. big. Four. All right, big three. All right, we can call it a big three plus eight, <laughs> plus eight. But anyways, so so you add a guy like that who's he won a championship with Golden State. He's done mm-hmm. it, right? Yeah. He's 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 a leader, and mm-hmm. you talk about guys with experience and veterans, and that's like people look at the talent side of that, and now you got like Chris Paul who's been in the league forever, right? Mm-hmm. And Kevin Durant now, and those two guys. With all the younger pieces, and I know Booker's getting a little older, but yeah, um, all these younger pieces, it's like they're gonna they're gonna be good. I'm yeah. excited to watch no. this. You know, when he comes back, they're really dangerous. Really dangerous. Yeah. I mean, you got three guys that are probably three of the best mid range shooters, 100. Yeah. percent You know, yeah, and that's just gonna be difficult. It really is. Like, mm. um, KD is just he's a natural fit wherever you put him. That's right. that's what's so special about him because he went to Golden State, fit right away. Like it didn't didn't take anything away from Steph, didn't take anything away from Clay or or Draymond. Like he just fit. Right. You know, it was and, like okay, like if the offense isn't working, we can get him the ball and he'll go get us a bucket. That's fine. Right. You know? And it's and same with Brooklyn. You know. Yeah. Right. And so I think like him being the player he is, I mm-hmm. think like if. If you're a team and you're on defense, and yeah. it's like, are you going to put your attention on KD? Because if you do, guess what? Now you have D-Book. Now you yeah. have Chris Paul. Yeah. Even even Torrey Craig. Like, you yeah. can shoot the ball over, right? And, like, and there's... like Aiden, too. Like, Chris Paul and Aiden pick and roll. And you got Booker and um, and Chris Paul in the corners, along with yeah. Torrey Craig, who's shooting the ball insanely at 40 percent from three this year like it's gonna be tough it just yeah. is and you're at tj warren in detroit like yeah it's and, tough you know and we've seen kd on good teams before we saw him on golden state mm-hmm. golden state was successful right they, yeah. they they won a chip with him and we saw the suns make it mm-hmm. you know two years ago against the bucks they fell short but did anyone expect them to be there no you know that now they have expectations and they're going to be good and i personally i i think they live up to them because you have like you have KD now um who can who can play the 3 the 4 you can if you want to play small you can play the 5 yeah. even yeah. right i mean and, you can and, do and they stretch with them. and they stretch the floor yeah and i just think that like this is just out of all the teams we've seen KD on They've they've been special. There's been some special teams, but I yeah. think that looking right now, this is one of the most um, oh, yeah. unique and and special teams he's been a part of. So yeah, no, I I agree with that. I mean, you could nitpick and say, oh, there's some holes here, holes here, but I'm not going to do that too much. This yeah. is going to be a very good team. I'm really excited to see, and they and they're easily probably a West favorite. It's them and the Nuggets. Yeah, 
And yeah. there's no doubt about that, you know? Mm. So it's going to be really interesting to see. I think it was really good from Phoenix's perspective. Yeah. Let's look at Brooklyn's a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. You are a big I, Mike Bridges guy. Yeah. I want you I to talk him. about that a little bit. Yeah, so... Coming out of college, we've seen Michael Bridges in the league for a few now, yeah. few years now, and this dude doesn't miss a game, right? Yeah. He he plays every Lion. game. doesn't Doesn't matter where you're at, right? We saw him the other night in one of his first games with with Brooklyn, and he put up 45 points. Mm-hmm. Like this dude, yeah. this he guy can play defense. He can spread the floor. He can do it all. And and you look at KD, who's been hurt. Well, guess what? Michael Bridges is sitting over here on the nets now, and I'm not trying to jinx anything, but this man hasn't missed a game in a long, yeah. long time, yeah. right? He's reliable, he's dependable, mm-hmm. and and you add on like Cam Johnson, who just came off of injury, um, and and he's you know he was a first round pick, I think he got picked like 14th, 13th, 14th overall yeah. or something, yeah. and you know you add those two guys. Um, plus, we'll get to later, but they have Dinwiddie yeah. back, and and Jay mm-hmm. Crowder got traded there, and then got flipped. Yeah, but, flipped to Milwaukee. Um, yeah, um, mm-hmm. and then a lot of people are missing out. They they have first round picks galore coming in there now. Yeah, right? yeah. To a the Brooklyn one problem team. is is they owe a lot, but yeah, yeah that's yeah. okay. That's okay. But now they yeah now they have them coming back. Yeah, and I just think that this team at, they're the five seed right now. Um. And I just think that they're not going to do much in the playoffs, yeah. I don't think. But they're a team yeah. that's like, now you're giving these younger guys experience. Mm-hmm. Now you're giving them a chance to, like, prove themselves without yeah. a true star. Yeah. And, and, and this you, will be, like, the most that Michael Bridges has the ball in his hands. Yeah. You know, like, maybe we'll see him develop offensively and he could turn into, like, a Kawhi-type player. Yeah. You know, because, like, his – his situation, when you think about, and I, I just came up with this, like, it's kind of similar to Kawhi. Yeah. Uh, Kawhi had San Antonio to develop him, but like now in Phoenix, his job was to be a defender, be the defensive thing, and then Kawhi mm-hmm. with the Tim Duncan and Tony Parker and those guys, his job was to be the lockdown defender. And then as things kept going, you kept you keep increasing your offensive game, and Kawhi becomes the Kawhi we know now yeah like, and, offensively and if Michael Bridges continues to be the best player and the Brooklyn can't find anybody else you continue to up his game then maybe he's one of those studs like mm-hmm. he might not be Kawhi but he might be yeah like, and this really good. and this is the t- type of stuff that I love seeing I love seeing guys like even Sadiq coming onto a team yeah. that didn't have a lot of talent and mm-hmm. you just like go out and prove yourself, right? Because yeah. if you're on a team full of stars, great, you could go win a championship, you could go do this and that, right? You could yeah. but to have that individual recognition and development and potential. Yeah. Because that word potential is brought up all the time. This guy's got mm-hmm. potential. Whether it doesn't matter who it is. If you get if you get drafted and you're a lottery pick, but you go to a star-studded team, you have potential. But are you like Wiseman, right? Yeah. Like we hear yeah. that all the time. Like potential. That word yeah. just mat. Like it. But like Michael Bridges on this Nets team, I think is going to show that potential, and I think yeah. he's already starting to do it. Yeah. Right. Because no, I, I don't know what his career high was before he came to to Brooklyn, yeah. but he. Yeah. But I mean, now it's forty-five. 40, I mean, yeah. And it was like his first game too. It's unbelievable. Right. Unbelievable. Right. So, All right, let's yeah. get to uh, 
Jay Crowder. I want to talk about that a little bit. So Brooklyn got him and then flipped him to Milwaukee. I mm-hmm. want to hear your perspective on Crowder going to Milwaukee. Do you think it's a really good move for Milwaukee, or what do you think? I, I do. Um, I think he he's like another he's another guy that you can put multiple positions right mm-hmm. he's he's a big and and he's got a, a three point shot that's yeah. a little inconsistent at times but you throw him you throw him on that bucks team and it like you have giannis right and giannis yeah. is taking the ball he's but you have teams starting to double him mm-hmm. and we see it and that that's why they surround themselves Dante DiVincenzo, Grayson Allen, they have shooters on this team, right, that can spread yeah. the floor. I yeah. think Crowder is going to be, you know, he, he can hit down shots if he's open, and and then he's also, you know, going to be good on the defensive end. Another guy with experience, yeah. um, which I think really matters. And so I th- I think it'll be a good fit. I don't think it's going to change, you know, their, their outcome, whatever happens in the playoffs too much. Yeah. But... Um, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think it's a really good fit. Um, I just, I just think it's insurance for Chris Middleton more, because Chris Middleton, he's been dealing with a lot this year, and he's he's coming back. And since he's been back, Milwaukee's been on a tear. They won like twelve straight or yeah. whatever it is. I think their win streak's still going, but um, like bringing Crowder in, it just brings more depth and another one of those guys that can shoot and defend. You know, it's right. more options in playoff rotations because he's been in these playoff situations before. Milwaukee just played him two years ago in the NBA Finals. Like, this guy right. is very important. He was a very important piece to that Phoenix Suns team. So yes. he can be that piece for Milwaukee, you know. And it's just another one of those championship culture guys, a guy like, okay, here's, here's what we got to do to win playoff games, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's important. If he's the same player, great. If he's not... It's okay because yeah. in Milwaukee, like, you don't need him to be that Phoenix Suns-type starter. You need him to be able to just give you some quality minutes. Right. And I think and, he'll be able to do that. Yeah, you know? and he's been on the big stage before. He was with Miami recently yep. too, right? Miami, yeah, the and, championship. Yeah. And, and and so he's he's been on the big stage before, and that's kind of yeah. what you expect out of this Bucks team, right? They're going to they're gonna see a playoff schedule. And mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who they face. You you expect them to put up a fight. Yeah, we saw them. You know, win it last year. Uh-huh. You know, they they have they have the pieces. And you know, Middleton, like you were saying, is like he's a big piece of that team, right? But this he's is a kind huge of piece. huge. Yeah, piece. yeah. And and he's he's been like, but there are guys that have stepped up. Yeah, I'm a big Drew Holiday fan. I love, I love Drew Holiday. Drew he's yeah. he's he's stepped up. They have guys around them that can shoot. The the Bucks um, got DiVincenzo, who was on the Warriors, um, yeah. and and so he's well, another DiVincenzo guy that is Warriors now. Warriors. Sorry, yeah. I got to mix yeah. up. No, you good. Um, you good. Don't Grayson worry. Allen. Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I got to mix up. No, you good. You good. Grayson Allen's yeah. been unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. And no. so he's he's seeing his minutes go up, right? Yeah. And I hate Grayson Allen. I hate Yeah, I hate no, you're not a Duke. Grayson Allen guy. A lot I of people him on, are. A lot of people are. Right. Yeah. But he's it's just a matter of like surrounding that team with guys who can shoot Middleton, another yeah. guy with a great mid range game. You talk yeah. about mid range with the Suns. Oh, yeah. He's another guy with a great middle You're a hundred percent right. So yeah. um yeah, I think I think overall that Jay Crowder trade, I think it's gonna help them more than hurt them for sure. Yeah. I don't think it's going to 
change the dynamic of their what whatever we're going to see from them in the, in the playoffs anyways so no i agree with you i agree with you 100 percent um let's move over then to the Kyrie trade okay let's talk about that just for a little bit i want to hear your opinion about Kyrie to the mavs we've seen a few games uh i think it was like three or four games and they've looked really good like their offense looks really good and uh, Kyrie's been playing really well. He had like 32 points one game against the Kings. He had 36 the other night against the Timberwolves. It's looked it's looked good. Um, Kyrie yeah. looks good. I want to hear your opinion more though about it. Yeah. So I actually watched his first game, you know, as a part of the Mavs, and this Luca was out that game, um, and so Kyrie kind of just took over the stage. They won the game, um, and I think like. He just, like, even when he's been playing with Luka, I think he just takes so much pressure off Luka because you look at, yeah. you hear you hear about the Mavs, you think about Luka, right? Mm-hmm. There aren't there aren't guys on that team other than Luka that you're like, oh, my gosh, they this is like this team is incredible because of so-and-so. And now you have Kyrie, who's another guy who's been on, on good teams, right? We saw with the Cavs. And we saw it with, with the Celtics for a little bit, and we saw it with the Nets. He's been surrounded by good players, right? And Luca's yeah. is another guy that, like, you throw Kyrie on the team, teams are going to have to now focus on two guys. Mm-hmm. Who Kyrie can, can be the point, or you can have Luca be the point, and it doesn't matter because Kyrie's not that, not that kind of guy that's going to be selfish with the ball, you know, he can he can pass, he can dish out, and he can handle the ball really well, too. So I think they get a lot out of him, um, and I, I like that move for him. So Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree. Like, you know, Kyrie's – he's really good, man, like really good. Yeah. He just takes a lot of pressure off people, and I really think it's going to be a challenge for um, Luka because Luka now has to really step up and be that guy – on offense and on defense, because now the usage isn't all on him. You know, there's going to be some defense where, um, like, he's going to just have to really step up on that end because as the offense decreases, your de- your defense has to increase. Like, because um, if your usage is up on offense, then you're going to be way more tired on the defensive end and therefore right. have less of an impact on the game. So now Luca's going to really have to step up and be that guy to kind of, you know, take them to the next level. Right. At least that's for me, you know? Yeah, and, and I agree. And I think, like, you know, looking at the Mavs now, um, <clears throat> they they have guys around them. Again, another team with, with guys around them that can play. But these are the two guys. These are the two stars on the team now. And Kyrie, um, you know, the, there was drama earlier in the year with Brooklyn and, He's had drama before, and I don't think the Mavs are really looking at him as like, We're, we want you for the rest of your career, right? This is kind of just like a, he's he's in Dallas now. He wants to help them win, and it doesn't matter where Kyrie is. He's going to want to help the team win. He's going to yeah. want to play. He's going to want to ball. He's one of those guys that will go out on the court, and it doesn't matter if there's any distractions. He's just going to play basketball. Mm-hmm. And so there's going to be you know distractions that come from him. Um, but I just like when he's on the court, all of those go away. And I think it's just, he's going to, he's going to take his game to the next level. So, yeah, no, I, I agree with you there. I agree. Um, 
Yeah, no, the Mavs sit at the five seed right now in the West, and it's going to be interesting where they uh, line up. Their defense is really going to have to step up a lot in order for me to see them as a title contender. I don't have them there yet, but, um, you know, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I'm excited. Another Uh, team in the West that made a splash, you know? Yeah. It's like you saw the KD trade, and now Kyrie's in the West, and he Kyrie spent most of his career in the East. I think his whole career has been in the East, if I'm not mistaken. But now he's in, he's facing teams more often that he wouldn't have seen, and so it'll it'll be interesting to kind of see how the rest of the season shapes out. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited. I am. Um, yeah. All right, let's talk about some of the Eastern Conference contenders that sat out. So. Um, you saw Philly make one move. They went after, I think it was Jalen McDaniels. I'm not positive because I know Jaden's in Minnesota. I'm not positive there, but that's just another wing defender to really help them. Um, both the McDaniels are both good defenders. Uh, they're long wings that are really talented. Um, he went over to Philadelphia for, um, I think it was a couple second-round picks. But, and, ta- um, and Matisse, yeah. Yeah, no, that was part of the Matisse deal. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, Matisse over to Portland, I think it was. Yep. But, um, yeah, no, um, how do you feel about Philadelphia now adding in a guy like McDaniels and moving out a guy like Matisse Dybul? Yeah, so I think um, overall I, I like uh, Matisse. You know, he's he's good on the defensive end. I think what McDaniels brings that, that he didn't was he can defend and – has an offensive game too. Yeah, like it's no, not. Was, that's it's not, exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah. yeah, and it's not an offensive game that's gonna blow you away, but it's kind of like you're downgrading slightly on the defensive end, but you're upgrading like in a bigger sense on the offensive end with you know um, losing Matisse and and that trade in general. So I, you know yeah. what, I I think Philly is a team that people are looking at. You watch Philly, you have Embiid, you have Harden there. Tobias Harris has struggled at times this year, but now you have mm-hmm. like you have another solid team that can that can yeah. make some moves in the playoffs. So yeah, no, I I hundred percent agree. Like McDaniel's, I think he's just way more versatile. He can he's bigger, can guard a little more positions. Like Thibel, he's I think Thibel's probably one of the most skilled defenders in the league. But um, from what I hear, like, there's so many reports that said Doc was done with Thibel. Like, absolutely yeah. just done with him. Hated him on the offensive end. Like, he can't shoot. He can't do much. And I guess it makes sense. Like, he just wasn't the best fit with Philly. And I don't know how much of a fit he is in Portland, but I don't really want to talk about that too much on this. But, <laughs> yeah. um, like, I, I really like Matisse, and I think he'll do good things. I just don't know if it'll be in Portland. Yeah. But um, with McDaniels, I just think it really adds more versatility, and it's just going to be a lot better for Philly. And, you know, like, it just increases your depth. Philly's a really deep team, um, and, like, they got pieces, man. They're going to be scary in the playoffs. Yeah, Um, I agree. I really like them. I really like them a lot. Um, All right, let's let's discuss Cleveland a little bit and how they sat back. Um, I just want to talk about, like, Cleveland, we've seen them this year. They made their splash in the offseason getting Donovan Mitchell. And um, I just want to ask you, like, what do you think – why do you think Cleveland sat back and felt like they were okay in the deadline and didn't need yeah. to go get, like, a three or anything? 
So, so there are there are teams that you look at, and it's like, uh, where where's Cleveland right now? Are they a, are they a four seed? I think they're four. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. there there are teams that you look at, and it's like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? We yeah. we saw the we saw the Cavs make that splash. That was kind of like they're all in, right? And we've seen Mitchell do amazing things. He had yep. a seventy plus point game, right? Yeah. Um, they have That's really ridiculous. good. They have re- <laughs> they have really good bigs on that team. I love mm-hmm. Jared Allen, and they have Mobley, and they're and they're young, yeah. right? They they have guys that that can do good things. Yeah. Um, I think if anything, if they were to were to have made a move, um, it would have been probably for a three, three or four, just yeah. to add a little bit more depth. Yeah, um, people don't but, love Okoro, so yeah, yeah, I agree yeah. with you. So I think overall, it was kind of like. If if the GM's sitting there and it's like we're a four seed, and I would you know if it ain't broke don't fix it don't add guys yeah. there or trade guys away or picks if you don't need to because at the end of the day I know you're a big Cavs guy yeah. um, especially no, this I like year the I like the Cavs um, but but even like even if things don't work out this year you don't want to trade assets away you don't want to give up first. You don't yeah. want to give up more picks, right? Yeah. Because they're in a good spot. I think yeah. that they're going they're, they're gonna to want to win. Teams yeah. want to win. Mm-hmm. But I think in the future, I think that they have a solid enough foundation where these guys still have potential and are going to continue to grow. Yeah. And if it doesn't work out this year, then it's not the end of the world because then now they have Mitchell for and three they're years. Young. Yeah, they're and young. And they're young, you know? right? Yeah. So like, they lost Sexton. Like, that was, yeah. you know. No. They, well, I think... I think, like, if you're the Cavs, yes, I agree with 100% of the stuff you're saying. You made your splash in the offseason. You don't need to make any anything more, you know? And there was nobody that would have made them 10 times better, you know? Like, OG probably, but you don't have enough assets for that. You traded all your assets for Donovan Mitchell. So, like, you're at a point where your team's probably the best it's going to be. And they just bought out Kevin Love, which I don't love, to be honest, because I thought he brought a cool little guy off the bench that could like uh, shoot, you know, he was a big guy that could shoot and that yeah. those are big. Those are big. And I know the shots weren't falling and stuff. And I guess it was about time. Kevin Love left Cleveland. He was there for a while, mm-hmm. but um, you know, I really liked it because at the beginning of the season, the guy was lights out. He was shooting so well and he was really helping them. But um, Dean Wade's kind of taken over his minutes. And I really like Dean Wade because he's a yeah. lot more versatile. Um, but you know, with the Cavs, like they're, they're just looking really good. They're looking really yeah. good. And, and I like what you said, like, don't change anything if you're looking that Yeah. Good. And the chemistry is there. Like these yeah. guys are, are, are growing together. Yeah. You know, that, that young core. Yeah. And if you're going to, you know, if you're going to trade guys away when you're already in a spot where like, you don't need to like yeah. the Celtics, the teams that are ahead that are like a one seed right now or two seed or three seed. The reason that they made trades is because they had bigger holes. I, yeah. You know, Cleveland's a team that's a little more put together, in my opinion. That doesn't. Yeah, have I mean, that. it's just the wing. Like the wing, yeah, right. the wing's really more of that hole for them. And like, if you look at the other teams, like I wouldn't necessarily call Matisse Thybul a hole. You know, yeah. I mean, I guess it was because it hurt the chemistry a little bit. Jay Crowder might have been a hole because of Chris Middleton. And then yeah. Mike Muscala from uh, – he went to Boston. That might yeah. have been a hole. 
you know, mm-hmm. uh, just to add more shooting and stuff like yeah, that. And, uh, Luke Cornette, like, I don't know if you can rely on him more on the offensive end other than the funky uh, contest he has. Like, that's about yeah. it. That's really all we know about yeah. him that much. Yeah. But, um, like, if you're the Cavs, you're like, okay, I think we can handle this hole, and I think we can develop Isaac Okoru. Like, I, I'm i a guy that believes in Okoru's development. That's why I like the Cavs. You know, yeah. I like them a lot. Um. One thing I want to say about the Cavs is, like, Darius Garland. This guy's awesome, right? Yeah. People love him. They want to play for, play with him, all that stuff. Look at Darius Garland compared to Trey Young. Like, yeah. Trey Young, guys, they don't want to play with him. But the mm-hmm. thing is, it's like, they're the same. Like, Trey Young's a six-foot guard. Darius Garland's a six-foot guard. Darius Garland's a bad defender. Trey Young's a bad defender. Do you see Darius Garland's bad defender? defense affecting the Cavs defense no they're one of the best defenses in basketball right and with Trey Young it's like he's got similar weapons and he doesn't really put it together and I would I'm not saying this as an argument for Darius Garland is better than Trey Young because talent wise Trey Young is better 100% but this is a good argument that Darius Garland is a better winning basketball player than Trey Young flat out and 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 that's part of that That's part of that culture. That's part of these young guys being together. That's mm-hmm. part of you don't you don't like read the news and see oh yeah um, Donovan Mitchell problem with head coach or whatever you oh, know yes. like there's yeah. no distractions they're yeah. just playing no basketball distractions. yeah and, and Donovan and, Mitchell's like free like we saw it in Utah him and Gobert would get in fights man I yeah. just hit my mic but they would get in fights like all the time you know like it was crazy and um. They, they were always just in the news, and credit Quinn Snyder for having them get the one seat every year. Like, yeah, that's unbelievable right. to me. And, um, like, yes, Gobert's defense helped them in the in the um, regular season, but it didn't translate to the um, pro season. So, mm. yes, we're seeing this team succeed in the regular season, but they got to show it in the postseason. Like, yeah. Okoru, and- I'm speaking so highly of him right now, but he could just suck in the postseason, and I, got, and I could change my opinion like that. The postseason is where it matters. Yeah, so, like, right. if we're the Cavs, like, I really like them right now. I'm really all in. They got a great net rating. It's actually second in the NBA, and they got a really good defense and a really good offense, but they need to show it in the postseason. Yeah, and, and, and I – I think, um, it, like going back to Donovan Mitchell, you saw in the bubble, you saw that series with Utah and and Denver, right? Yeah. It's Donovan Mitchell. That's one of my favorite series yeah. of all time. But that's what Jesus. that's the kind of that's the kind of effort you're gonna get out of Donovan Mitchell, right? Yeah. He's gonna go out. He's gonna play. He's good on the defensive end. He's good on the offensive end. Mm-hmm. He's been. He, I mean, the bubble is different, right? It's he's a, so the, athletic. So yeah. athletic. It's yeah. insane. And and so, you know, when it comes to the big stage, it's like he was putting 40-plus point games game yeah. after game after game. Game after game after game. It was 50-plus. Yeah. Like, he, I yeah. think he had 53 games in that series. It's insane. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. And so, and so when you look at the Cavs, now you have him and a new team in a new city with with yeah. bigs. Like, I love the bigs on the Cavs, too. Yeah. I think they get overlooked. Yeah. Jared Allen great piece yeah Mobley he's young they're developing a lot of a lot of people are saying like Mobley's slumping a little bit but Mobley like he hasn't even been that bad the guy's been very good rim protecting and and yes his shot is not looking good and that's a little bit of a concern if you're thinking Mobley's gonna be like one of these 
top tier prospects that we've seen in a long time, which, okay, it's a little bit of a concern, but like what we see from Anthony Davis is sometimes his jumpers off, you know, and I'm not trying to, um, compare those two jumper wise because Anthony Davis is an unbelievable shooter and I don't know if Mobley will get there but like Mobley defensively like the rim protection numbers are insane absolutely insane and I saw a stat that um like shooting luck against Evan Mobley is just ridiculous this year it's ridiculously high and um like that happens it happens to the best of defenders so like the stat sheets and the things that you see like coming in it's not always telling the truth if you watch the games Mobley's like super impactful his passing is unbelievable like he's looking really good I would be I'm I'm like kind of nervous as a Pistons fan because the Cavs look awesome yeah and and that's that's the thing is like you you look at the Cavs and you see Garland and you see Mitchell and even Okoru, even though he's, you know, had his moments of struggling, but then you have these bigs who just yeah. complete the lineup. Yeah. It's like you put them up against a team that's only has two star, like Brown and, and Tatum, right? Mm-hmm. And and the Celtics are a better team. I think it's team, a good matchup. Opinion. I think it's yeah. a good matchup. Cleveland, right. Cleveland so, Boston would be interesting, you know? Yeah. yeah. And and so I think like you throw them up against a team that's not as complete. Yeah. This team has all five, maybe maybe if you take Okoru out, but you, you have five guys and a and some guys on the off the bench. Yeah. Who can who can go out and play. We didn't even and, mention Karis Levert. Yeah. Like, Karis Levert. Been, and we've seen you know? we've seen spurts of him when he was in the Nets. Yeah. We've and, seen, and like he's up and down this year, but he's still a good piece to have, you know? He's, right. he's a bench guy. Like I have a I'd like him as a bench guy. That'd be good, you know? And, yeah. yes, he's up and down, but, you know, like, his ups are better than the downs, 100%. Yeah, and, I um, agree. I mean, I think he's got to play a little bit better defensively, especially in the playoffs. But, um, you know, like, I'd much rather have him than not. Yeah, so, no. Yeah. I, I I think this Cavs – I think you're a little higher in the Cavs than I am, but I think this Cavs team, especially Donovan Mitchell, because I like Donovan Mitchell – yeah. Um, it, it'll be very interesting to see what they do in the playoffs, whether they're matched up. I mean, the Nets, I don't think they're going to stay at a five seed, but it like whoever they end up playing right yeah. in the playoffs, it, they, they're going to, they're going to compete and it's going to be a mm-hmm. tough matchup. So, yeah, no, it's, it was a crazy deadline, man. Like a lot of moves, like crazy stuff. Um, we're yeah. going to get into it more in part two of the podcast. That's going to conclude part one. So thank you for joining in on Jake's Takes. We're going to wrap it up for now, but we'll be back at you in part two coming up later. All right. We'll see you guys later. Peace. Peace.